Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Monday, January 11th, 2021. Brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. Call 317-849-2933 to go to the best dentist you've ever seen in your life, the great Dr. Mike O'Neill. I made that call 27 years ago. I've never looked back. Dr. Mike, absolutely the best. Take better care of your teeth. That process begins with hiring a great dentist, and that's Dr. Mike O'Neill, again, 317-849-2933. Let's talk first about the Indianapolis Colts, who on Saturday saw their season end for a variety of reasons. Number one, let's talk about Philip Rivers in a minute. He's number one, but that's also the number one decision of the offseason. Do you bring Philip Rivers back? Good question. There are reasons to do that. There are reasons not to do that. The Colts shot themselves in the foot. You know what? Kamoko Ture seems to be a really nice guy in the locker room. I always enjoy talking to him. So you hate dogging a guy out. But him jumping the way he did, jumping off sides as uh, the Bills faced a fourth and three late in the first half, under a minute to play in the first half, when they're not going to snap the football, they're, they're going to call timeout, they're going to bring their field goal unit on, and they're going to kick the three-pointer. That's what they're going to do. If they go for it on fourth and three, you've got a good chance to stuff them. Teray jumps off sides. They get uh, the automatic first down because it was fourth and three. It's first down. And then uh, about 25 seconds later, they score a touchdown. And, and that was too much to overcome for the, the Colts as they lose 27-24. The decision about Rivers, look at the guys who remain in the AFC at the quarterback position. Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, uh, you've got Baker Mayfield. None of these guys bear any resemblance whatsoever to Phillip Rivers. And, and you saw late, with two and a half minutes left, the Colts get the ball back, they're down by three. They've only got one timeout because Frank Reich was an idiot with his timeout. So let's be honest about that. The challenge, the replay challenge, was completely foolish and thrown prematurely. Should never have thrown the red flag that quick. Should have made sure about because you needed that timeout. And then the other time they called timeout rather than run the plate clock down to nothing where maybe it should have been reset. Losing those two, those two timeouts, completely idiotic, malpractice from a coaching perspective. Uh, but with two and a half left, Phillip Rivers had neither the arm strength nor the legs to be able to get the Colts down into field goal range late in that game to either tie or take the lead. And, and so you, you really put yourself behind the eight ball. You, you put yourself in a position where you really, you're, you're going to have trouble, even with two and a half minutes left, matriculating the ball down the field 60, 70 yards in order to be able to put yourself out there for that Rodrigo Blankenship field goal. Blankenship missed one, doinked off the right upright. How many times did that happen? I think it happened three times this year, hit the right upright. That's got to be some kind of an NFL record, right? And, and the choice not to go for the field goal uh, and, and try to push it in, and, you know, after running that sweep... I, uh, Frank Reich does this. Frank Reich's a really smart guy, so Frank Reich likes to prove that he's a smart guy, like a lot of smart guys. And, and so you try to prove yourself to be a smart guy by following the analytics. Look, we've figured things out that maybe other people don't understand, 
and then it all blows up in your face and you look like a tool. That's what happens to Frank Reich every once in a while. When he's right, it looks like the players do a good thing. When he's wrong, it looks like he's done the wrong thing. That's not good. That's not good for career longevity. Anyway, the decision with Philip Rivers comes down to whether he can win you games in the postseason. That's got to be the goal. What are you here for if you're the Colts? If you're here to win a Super Bowl, Philip Rivers isn't your guy. He's never been to a Super Bowl. There's no reason to believe that he can get to a Super Bowl because he's never gotten to one. He's been in the playoffs a number of times, and in mostly, he's gone out and he's won a game in the playoffs, but he's never gotten to the Super Bowl. That's problematic if you're the Colts. The reason to bring him back is that you can't find anybody better in the short term, right? Matthew Stafford, he'd never been to a Super Bowl. He's been surrounded by hot garbage up in Detroit for the majority of his career. That's true. Uh, you look at, at other guys you might be able to bring in. You look at a guy like, uh, like Eason as, as a backup. Brissett, you know, is not the guy. Eason could be the guy. We don't know. We've never seen him play. You got a big decision. If you're Chris Ballard and if you're Frank Reich, Frank Reich said yesterday he'd love to have Philip back. That's what you say at the end of the season. He also acknowledged that things can change. This is going to be a huge decision this offseason. If they bring back Rivers, they're basically announcing that they're not ready to compete for a championship because they won't win a championship with Philip Rivers at quarterback. Love Philip Rivers. What a great dude. It's been a revelation to get to know this guy a little bit and watch him play as the starter for the hometown team for a season. It's been really, really fun. And I got to tell you, I think that he has absolutely blown away any expectation that I had for his level of play. But let's be honest about who and what he is. At the age of 39, going to be 40 this next regular season. He ain't going to get better. You know, we know that. You look at the NFC, you got Brady, you got Breeze, You've got Rodgers, who, who's still there. Jared Goff, still there. Uh, Breeze and Brady have been to Super Bowls. Rodgers has been to Super Bowls. Goff has been to Super Bowls. Which one of these is not like the other? You stand up Phillip Rivers with those eight quarterbacks who remain in the playoffs, and, and Phillip Rivers either doesn't have the resume or doesn't have the remaining athleticism of these guys who are still playing football. You cannot make a reasonable case that he can take you to a Super Bowl. You just can't. And, and that's the honest-to-God truth. You might just absolutely love Phillip Rivers like a son if you're Frank Reich or if you're Chris Ballard, maybe a younger brother if you're Chris Ballard. But there's no way you can say this is our championship quarterback. It's just not possible. Kamoko Ture. Like, if I'm the Colts, he's played his last game as a Colt. You, you can't have in the playoffs, you can't make that kind of mistake. You can't cost your, your team an opportunity to win a football game through stupidity. You just can't. Or through an inattention to detail, which is probably a little bit more accurate because Kamoko Ture is not a stupid guy. But you, you can't cost your team in that way and maintain your job. Uh, Indiana won yesterday uh, against Nebraska. They won 84-76. It was a lot closer than that. Nebraska took a lead late after trailing 
31-13. Indiana, by far the better team. They just refused to nut up and, and play with discipline and vigor for 40 minutes. I don't understand it. I don't get it. They look like a daisical. They look like they just don't give a damn one way or the other on defense. I saw Trace Jackson Davis spinning around like a top in the lane trying to figure out who the hell he was defending. What are you doing? This team has got to play harder. they got to play better if they want to succeed in the Big Ten. they got a stretch coming up that's unbelievable. You've got Purdue Thursday. Then they are at, or at Michigan State on Sunday. Then they Michigan State ranked 23rd right now as we speak. At Iowa, number five, the following Thursday. Then at Simon Scott Assembly Hall against Rutgers. They're the 15th team in the nation. Then they play at Michigan, number 10. They are then at home against number 12, Illinois, and wrap that up at home, this stretch, at number five, Iowa. Wow. That's a murderer row of opponents. And if Indiana isn't ready to play those games for 40 minutes, every single possession, and grind out wins, they're going to get beat a lot during that stretch. That's a seven-game stretch where if you finish at seven games, three and three, I think you're doing a hell of a job, right? or three and four. You're doing a hell of a job. Uh, Indiana has got to find, I don't know what the, what the missing thing is, for God's sake, but you, you got to play harder, you got to play smarter, and, and you got to shoot the ball a little bit more accurately. Early in the game, Finnessy was hotter than hell, and that was a really good thing. Good to see him knock down open shots. I liked Rob Finnessy yesterday. I did not like Trace Jackson Davis yesterday especially in the first half. I know he was being doubled off the ball even, which is uh, not a comfortable position to be in. But you've got to be able to beat Nebraska a little bit better than that. Although, we don't argue with winning. You won the game, that's all good. Good for Indiana winning that game because they had to have it. You lose that game, and you look at the next seven, and you say, how the hell are we going to win any of these? Difficult to lose that game and, and somehow claim to be competent in, in any way in the Big Ten moving forward. Um, uh, Jerome Hunter was actually pretty good. Three huge offensive rebounds from Jerome Hunter during that game. If, if he doesn't play with the requisite enthusiasm, I don't think Indiana wins that game. Um, Pacers, Kings tonight, 10 o'clock. This is the first of five on a West Coast swing. Jeremy Lamb, he's full go at practice. That's a wonderful thing. Dude tore his knee up last year. He's less than 12 months after injury, and he's back on the floor playing hard, trying to work himself back into shape. I think that's terrific, and they need him because T.J. Warren being down is not a good thing for the Pacers. We saw that the other night, and uh, you, you got to play a little bit better than that, better than they played against the Phoenix Suns, especially down the stretch. Tomorrow, Butler is at St. John's. That game 7 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. Uh, the Bears were bludgeoned yesterday by the Saints, 21-9. Mitch Trubisky, 19-29 for 199 yards, a touchdown, no picks. You know what? That's about as, as good as you get with Trubisky. Interesting decisions this offseason for the Bears uh, that go all the way up to ownership. Are they going to keep Ryan Pace? Are they going to keep Matt Nagy? Uh, are they going to keep Mitchell Trubisky? I think all three go. I, what, what's the point of keeping any of them? I mean, they were 8-8, eight eight, back the way into the playoffs. Yesterday, how about this? 
The Bears opened that game as 11-point dogs. They score on the last play of the game to make it 21-9. That's 12 points. They don't kick an extra point. They don't go for the two-point conversion. That either made or cost a lot of people a lot of money yesterday. The decision, and it's a decision not to go for the conversion. The Bears just said to hell with it. What are we doing? Like, we, there's no 11 or 12-point conversion, so let's just go home. But by going home and not going for two, if you do go for two, you're kind of acknowledging that you're playing into the hands of betters, right? So, uh, but if you're a Bears fan, that's a bad beat. Uh, Kyle Schwarber signed with the Nationals, which I hate to see. Uh, one year, about 10 million bucks to play for the Nationals. I, the, the Cubs could have just kept him, right? And, and paid him nine, nine and a half million bucks to be their starting left fielder, and they decided not to. And I don't understand it because you're not as good a baseball team without Kyle Schwarber as you are with him. If you trade him and you get something in return, maybe I get that. But just letting him walk away when you had him under con- team control at less than what he signed for with the Nationals, I don't know. You know, Schwarber got hot the back half of 2019. If you want to penalize him for whatever that was in 2020, that abbreviated season, I guess you can, and I guess they have. Let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Scott Romer, happy birthday, Alan Best. Uh, Ronald Hines, happy birthday, Christina Watson. Chris McWethy, my cousin, Chris McWethy, happy birthday. Um, Kevin O'Connor. Ashley Lowe, celebrating a birthday. Chris Wright, happy birthday. Sean Hartwell, Cat Kid, happy birthday. Ingrid Shadwick, Andrew Knoll, and Kim Wheatley, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. That's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just be nice to people. That's all we got to do. Lift people up. We've spent a long time watching a society kind of melt around us where we decided as as a people that we're going to be more about tearing people down. I don't like it. So let's build people up. We'll talk to you a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now. We'll break down the decision that looms for the Colts about Phillip Rivers. How about that? We'll do that probably 4 o'clock this afternoon. Can't wait to talk to you then. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry.